Hello, and welcome to Positively Random, the podcast where I talk about some good news, me and a guest, of course, and then we just start uh, talking about other stuff and get completely off topic. Alrighty, so today I'm joined with my first guest, Landry Allen. Howdy. Yes, he just said howdy, folks. That's because we are students of Texas A&M. I am a member of the Fighting Texas Aggie class of 2025. A-A-A-A. Class 26A. Bruh, fish. Am I right? Alrighty. So today's good news. Let's get into this first one. Okay. The first one is, uh, go ahead. Grandpa of 11 steps in to fight robber off woman in Texas. Good Samaritan has been identified as 73-year-old Simon Mancilla Sr., Let's see. Police in Texas are still searching for the man accused of attacking a grandfather of 11 who stepped in to help a woman during an armed robbery. Let's see. The incident happened at 1230 on September 7th. The Houston Police Department's robbery division said on Facebook. But they really got their source from Facebook. Facebook, yeah. So we actually uh, we actually went through and looked at Facebook. You cannot find the video. Sorry. Yeah, there is no video. Uh, That's cap. The woman stated that she had just left a check cashing business when an unknown man approached, pointed a gun at her, and demanded the keys to her truck. Uh, police say the, gun, the suspect grabbed the woman's keys and got into the truck. <clears throat> a man witnessing the incident ran to the woman's aid and attempted attempted to pull the suspect out wait, of the wait, truck. Wait, 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 wait. He ran? He's 73-year-old? He, he, he ran, yeah. He, he, what a unit. He had, he had, a, he had a step in his step. <laughs> yep. so the man was hit in the head by the suspect's gun before the suspect spat out of the parking lot. You know, Let's see. Tragic. Do uh, got pistol whip, and uh, yeah, he kind of lost a little street cred right there, but hey, I, props for trying, I guess. I mean... He, that's you know what he had to do he tried i don't know that's impressive it's pretty impressive for a 73 year old i mean he ran he ran over there and if i did do but he got pistol whipped i mean he's really happens, bro. he's really been in pilates class he's been in pilates class really exactly really all righty um but yeah this kind of reminds me of uh, this one story from somewhere near back where i, where I live right where, where i reside with my family not in college <laughs> uh in garland texas where oh uh, we a, love that place a uh islamic man <laughs> Uh, Islamic extremist. The guy was uh, was a terrorist. Self-identified. Self- self-identified. Self-identified terrorist. Okay, we're not. I'm not, I'm not labeling him one. He he was known to be a part of like uh, an actual terrorist cell. Um, he attempted to commit jihad at a pawn a pawn shop, and I guess his idea was like going a mass shooting spree. But uh, unbeknownst to him, he would receive a 38 special slug right to the back of his skull. Shot none other than the 93 year old man out of a uh, out of a um, Revolver, a Colt revolver. Do you uh, do you think he got LASIK? I <laughs> don't know, man. I, I mean, that's impressive for a ninety-year-old. He being his carrots, that's probably what happened. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's insane. We love heroic, yeah, heroic. Uh, in the interview, he was. I, I remember, I, so I read some shit in the interview. He was asked like, "Why? Why did he feel the need to step in?" And he was like, he some shit. He said some shit like some really base, some like super base. He was like. He's like, you just gotta do what you gotta do, or some shit, like, oh. some shit like that. He's like, he's like, or some shit like when duty calls, or some, something like that, some base. I forget exactly. Literally, what literally, just modern day fuck it, we ball. Fuck it, we ball. <laughs> he's like, you know, he was just there. Yeah, <laughs> moment of action, really. He's living life to the fullest, is what that is. Pretty much, yeah. You know, other heroic acts. What do you think? What do you think makes people like do that? Yeah, be heroic. Like, what constitutes heroic? I don't know. Like, I guess, like you know, putting your life at risk. To help other individuals, you know, it's pretty based, pretty heroic. No, um, I wish I was that heroic. Just kidding. Shit, if I if I if I was carrying a gun and I had the had the pleasure, the pleasure, the pleasure oh. of of seeing someone committing a, 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 a crime out in public, 
or like some dude committing jihad, you know, best believe I'm blasting them down. Like no questions, no hesitations. Man's apparently a shooter. I mean, I, I don't like I don't like the murder, I don't like violence, but you know, if someone uh you know, I I pay a lot of money for my firearms, you know, and if you know, I, I don't want to have to use them for, you know, their intended purpose, you know, which as a tool, which is the, you know, kill people. Um do not kill people. Don't kill people, obviously. We did not tell you to kill people. We're not telling you to kill people. <laughs> I'm just saying that if I had the opportunity to use my firearm with this true, like, original intended purpose, I, I couldn't pass on an opportunity. It's really a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I mean, unless you're getting into two gun, multiple gunfights, which, I mean, that's crazy. But especially, like, stopping someone like that, it's like that's, like, newsworthy, man. Like, who wouldn't take that opportunity? I mean, sure, you might live with the, uh, you know, the guilt, maybe PTSD. I mean, I, I don't know if I would. Uh Oh, I mean, so you're just you're just above that. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't. If I, I don't think I would feel bad about killing somebody who was trying to bring harm you know, to others. Yeah, yeah. Same I would not. Someone. I would not morally feel. Okay. Wrong. Do you, are they the same kind of heroes as like a like a doctor who saved somebody's life who like went into cardiac arrest or something? I mean, I guess the doctor keeps life, but the the I, I would be subtracting from life. I mean, they're both heroic acts. Um, Which is more heroic? You think protecting others well, or I, saving I, I don't someone's think, life? I, I don't know. Protecting others for sure, because put, you're putting your, your above, others above yourself. At the end of the day, a doctor is just a job, and obviously they do help people and save people. But at the end of the day, like I think hero, heroism is like it's not a job; it's like a duty that is called upon you. Like whenever the moment happens, you you be heroic, and that makes you heroic. So it's because like, like you're not getting paid for it. You, yeah, it's just like a spur of the moment type thing. It's like what if you save somebody in the spur of the moment? Then you're heroic. Okay, but, it's not like but this, is it the same kind of heroic? I mean, I guess, but it, like the novelty—I don't see the novelty wears out, but like. It's just not as heroic. It's not as heroic because it was expected. You know how to do it. You know how to act. Like, you know how to act in that situation. Okay. So, like, you've been trained, and you that's, like, your job. You do that every day. So, not necessarily make you heroic. I guess it doesn't make, does it make the, the traffic man. I don't want to compare it to the traffic man. But, like, does it make it heroic and encore turns the power back on after, after it goes out? I mean, not really. They're just doing their job. Sure, they're helping other people and they're saving lives. Because, you know, you can always, like, freeze to death or whatever or whatever you know overheat from like during the the ice storm, the ice storm that we storm, had last something year something like that or the couple years that, sh- that stuff was crazy it was crazy but i don't think it's necessarily the same thing but like i think definitely if you know someone broke into my house and trying to like trying to kill me it's either, it's either me or him and it's, it's not going to be me it's going to be him this is how it is i i believe in that okay what do you Very think well. you believe in that yeah yeah i mean it's hard for me to just hurt people in general like i cannot oh it makes ugh, it's very difficult. Right. I, I don't know. I, I I fundamentally believe that self-preservation no, I, is a God-given right. No, no, no. Like I would if I had to, but it would be a lot harder for me. I think. So if I, I here's my here's the way I, here's here's why I don't think it's morally wrong. Because if God if self-preservation is a God-given right, that means if God gives that right to you, obviously it's not a sin. So therefore, if it's not mm-hmm. sinful, you shouldn't feel shameful about it. I mean, depending if you're religious, you know, whatever. But I guess you can use sins for things that are morally bad, you know, not sins, things that are morally good. Okay. If God's, I mean, if you don't believe in God, if if God deems it to be okay, like not sinful, mm-hmm. then why should I feel guilty about doing it? Obviously, God wouldn't want me to go in, going out like a punk, you know. Just so, bla- so I started blasting. I started blasting. I mean, it's not, <laughs> especially when you're saving other people's lives. That's like God, like God tells you to like save these people's lives. Like I mean, he's like, he's basically, yeah. he, he instills. He steals that power onto you through the power of a Colt 1911. He instills the power. <laughs> yeah, is that the kind of is that the kind of gun that you have? I don't own the 1911, sadly. Oh, so you're just not a based firearm owner. I, I mean, I own several, but I, I don't carry 1911. They're heavy, only hold seven rounds. Sometimes you got to blast multiple individuals. I like that 19, you know, capacity. 
just to clarify once again, okay. we are not telling you to kill people. No, of course not. <laughs> Obviously, but if duty calls, you gotta do what you gotta do. Be a good person. I can, okay. I can morally correct. Alrighty. I love it how we got there from just talking about this guy. Yeah. You wanna go on to the next story? Sure. All um, right. Let's see. Alrighty. Arizona helicopter crew rescues family of six stranded on roof of vehicle during flood. Two adults, four children trapped on top of a car in flooded wash near. Do you know how to pronounce that? Maricopa, Arizona. Maricopa. There you go, something like that. Yeah. Mm. A helicopter crew in Arizona rescued a family of two adults and four children while they held onto the roof of their vehicle as flood water surged around them last week. Authorities, have you ever been in a flood? No. Like, me neither. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. Have I been in a flood? Nah. I mean, I think I may have been, like, when I've been camping and stuff out with Boy Scouts. Like, I think, I remember, like, one time, it was, like, we, we, there was this, you remember we went to, did we ever, did we ever go to Dinosaur Valley State Park? No. So, Dinosaur Valley State Park is whenever. For we, context, for we context, went, we've gone camping before. before. So, for, um, at Dinosaur Valley State Park, there's the main park, right? Right. And there's the river. And then across the yeah. river, there's. I've been there, so I, I There's, like, a camping. camp, like, uh, backcountry camping sites. Yeah. So, we were doing a backcountry camping site <laughs> thing for Boy Scouts, and then out of nowhere. It was like a huge thunderstorm overnight, and like we gotta go. Like it was bad. There was like tornadoes coming in. It was tornado warning in the area. So like you know, it was about to go down. So we had to obviously leave, evacuate, and we so it was dark. It's raining, very windy, and we're basically have all of our gear wet in our bag. We're soaking wet, trying to walk down a uh, Ooh. down the hill. Oh it's, no! It's, it's you know it's like kind of pretty steep. Yeah. It's like pretty steep. It's literally it, so for like Dinosaur Valley looks like a V. It's a V. It's literally a valley. It's like, so basically you're walking, trying to walk down the valley. Obviously there's switchbacks, but you know, like you're walking down switchbacks for a good, the valley goes up a good quarter mile at least. Yeah, at least. So like, it's, it's decent. It's, it's decent. not, it's, it's not, not as crazy as like Austin Canyon. or something, but. Like it's, it's there. Like it's definitely a big valley and you're walking down in the rain, you know, it's cold, it's muddy. It's uh, you know, it's windy. You can't really see anything with your headlamps dark. And uh, oh, so you get down you to the bottom, head, right? Headlamps? Headlamps. You get down to the bottom, right? And then we realize, oh yeah. The Plexi River's here, and uh, you know when it rains, it floods crazy. So it was going crazy. So what we had to do was like, it wasn't going too bad, but like, it was definitely rushing. It was probably good, like three feet. Did you had to foot, wade through it. Three feet deep. Did you have to wade through it? I did. Oh. It was, it was like, probably good two, two, three feet. That's deep. so dangerous. So probably like up to like my, my on my body, it'd probably be up to my, up to like like halfway up to my shins. How. How how strong was the current? Very pretty strong. Yeah, you were probably like kind of facing upriver. So what we did walking. was like we just uh, we just like walked across. We were like holding a rope. Yeah, or something. we were holding, so we're holding okay. hands. We we're all holding arms. Okay, that's smart. And uh, yeah, that reminds me of uh, were you at the? Okay, so for context, we went to high school together. I went to high school in Mesquite at Poteet. That's a pretty good school. So did I. Um, yeah. Anyways, we had a way to cross, and uh, it was pretty bad. Yeah. It was, um, it was a lot of mother shorter kids. They almost like fucking drowned, but it, we know we made it. Were you uh, were you at the cross country meet that got rained out? Yes, and we dove into the puddles. Okay, now that was a flood. That yeah, place is actually that was flooded. flooded. It wasn't like in a flood. You weren't dealing with a flash flood or whatever. No, it was. I think there was a flash flood warning that went out. Yeah, but we weren't we like meet. in the flood. No, we weren't in like the main flood, but the area that we were at, we were next to a pond, so it yeah. flooded pretty quickly. Um, we were there for a cross country meet. It was raining pretty pretty bad they all the, meet the entire us. time. Um, and, uh, they sent off the girls varsity race and <laughs> halfway through they canceled the race, but the runners were already too far out there. They're not going to come back. Um, and the, some of the girls that came back, they were like, yeah, we were swimming because the, the pond had overflowed so bad that you actually had to swim to cross the track. Yeah. So the boys race went 
even though it was canceled and they just went crazy apparently on the course um and then we swam around and got covered by ants and then we left yeah that's pretty dope so it was pretty fun so all right, yeah, let's back get to the, back to the main story. Yeah. Arizona <laughs> oh, helicopter damn. crash crew rec- rescues family six stranded roof up during vehicle. Uh, so basically, the family's vehicle got stuck in the flooded in the flood on the night of September twentieth uh, in Maricopa, Arizona. Um, the uh, Arizona Department of Pl- Public Safety sent a copter with a ra- one ranger and you know the rest ranger of the one crew. helicopter crew. Uh, so it appears. Oh, oh, that is bad. So looking at pictures of down. it. There's a video. Let's go. Oh, okay. Jeez. So obviously they're like so, dropping out there with a the rope. What kind of car is that? Well, they drop down like right into the. I don't know. It doesn't look nice, but it they, looks like a like a like a big car, like an yeah, SUV. It's like SUV. So they like. They, so the like, water's pretty high. They like drop. They drop the helicopter. They didn't even drop. They like drop down right on top of the, the freaking car and just start taking people out. Yeah, and they take off. Yeah, they got them to safe ground. That's good. So they got them out of there. Dude, that water is so high. That car is wrecked. You ever wrecked a car, Landry? No, thank God. No, yeah. They, they, left the, they left the one guy there. They, oh, they did. No, I guess they were just like, we'll come back for you or it, something. No, that was, I think that was one of the cops. It was. It definitely looked like one of the cops. Yeah, because he's wearing the gear. Yeah, okay. So basically, yeah, it's pretty dope, honestly. Saved them. Saved them. I mean, what kind of what kind of experience is that? Now for the rest of life, you're like, yeah, I've been in a helicopter because I, mm. I got stuck in a flood. How quickly do you think that flood happened for them to get trapped? Probably quick. You like, it hel- had to. You ever been in a helicopter before? No. Oh, I have. It's pretty I dope. I was I doing not. a uh, an aviation merit badge in the Boy Scouts, and we were at the the Garland Heliport, and we got to fly around in helicopters. It's pretty dope. Jeez, man, that's so cool. It's pretty dope. That's that's really cool. Um, yeah, just kind of. Have you ever, like, have you got close to flying one or you know how to fly one at all or anything? I mean, I understand how to work it. Like, I understand what the controls do, but I don't know if I keep that thing in the air. I probably, I probably, like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I could possibly maybe figure it out. Maybe if I tried. If you tried, of course. I tried, of course, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I probably might crash a couple times. And hopefully I don't die. I mean, if it, maybe, maybe if it wasn't, like, obviously if I was flying, I could, you know, like, maybe like a small helicopter, like a personal one. Like, let me look it up. Like, here, I'll pull up a picture. What about a plane? You ever flown a plane? No, but I feel like I could. Yeah, I've uh. So my uncle, um, like I feel like I could fly this. My uncle was a pilot in the navy. Right. Um, something like this, I could easily fly. Oh, like a one of those. The, yeah, the head. The head. Or like something like this, I could probably could fly. The I small feel, ones. The smaller ones, but nothing, nothing huge. Nothing with like more than two rotors for sure. I bet. So, so my uncle, he is a pilot, and then you know he switched over to being like a, a trainer. Like he trained the pilots. Mm-hmm. Um, uncle or your grandpa? My uncle. My uncle. So he's actually still in the Navy. He's a uh, commander right now. Oh, okay. So what was he doing? So go okay. So um, he was, you know, training him. And we go th- we go to see him one day on base. Um, and he's like, Jackson, Jackson, you want to learn how to fly a plane? You want to fly a plane? And what kind of plane? So he took me into the warehouse. And he puts me in there. And this is a, like a fighter jet. Um, and they, I got to do a military uh, simulator. Oh, you didn't, you didn't get to ride a fighter jet? No, I got to get in it. That's pretty dope. Like it was, it was pretty cool. Um, but he's a cool guy. I like him. Love him. I feel like I, I think definitely one day. Like, I, I, how much does this cost? These kids. Nineteen dollars. <laughs> it's probably like four hundred. Let's see what are we looking at. Thirty-two thousand. Thirty. <laughs> Never mind. We're not gonna get one of those. <laughs> I mean, 
Shit. Good images. If this podcast goes crazy, I'll buy one. <laughs> no, I need to buy, I will buy one this summer. You're going to buy one this summer? Oh, that's not even bad. But that's remote control. So. Oh, you don't even ride in this? No, I'm going to ride in it. Replica, no. Look at that Replica. one. I mean, I think one of these days I'm going to... I mean, they're just all replicas, it looks like. Uh, let's call it personal plane. This man's actually, like, obsessed with getting a plane now. There's no way that flies. That? No way. That's fly. Nah. Yeah. I called... Nah, there's no way. But whatever. I feel like I could just teach myself how to fly a helicopter, honestly. I don't know. Just teach yourself? I, just get a Microsoft's uh, flight simulator. I mean, I guess. Not even, it's not even close, but I guess I could do that. Like, train myself on how I can feel it. No, so you can actually uh, learn how to fly planes and stuff from that. Yeah, I know. Or like, or like a D, a D, or a DCS. Yeah, you... Because uh, you have... If you turn on, like, the simulated, you have to actually, like, Which, in the cockpit... Yeah. Set everything up. I feel like I could figure it out, though. Like, honestly, between, like, books and the internet and <laughs> simulators, like, I feel like I could get close to learning how to do it then... I was figure out people going crazy outside. Just uh just join the core and get a contract and become a pilot. So got homie helicopter plans. Oh wow. That doesn't even look that bad. Alright, I guess we're learning how to we're uh, build a helicopter today. Yeah, I, we're I learning how to build a helicopter. Hard. This might be my senior engineering project. I build up a goddamn helicopter. Yeah. Fly that shit around because I'm super based. Imagine being an engineer. Being Bruh. an engineer is awesome. Bruh. Oh, I could see. easily make this, dude. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's pretty complicated. Okay, listen. Anything, any of these parts I can't get, like, I can get, I probably can get, like, the screw, the bolts, right? Probably. Maybe, bolts. Probably not the, no way you get the specified. Bolts? There, no, like I mean the pieces of metal. Oh, you can go to, they have the machining shop down at the uh, engineering building. Oh, yeah, you can just get that Machine stuff cut. Shop. Uh, So this makes sense. Uh, there's not really any measurements in here. Probably will be yeah. sometime. It's just. It's just, he's just literally looking at a manuscript of how to build a, your own helicopter. This man's going crazy for this helicopter. He actually I, I wants mean, to actually, get one. I want to be an aerospace engineer, so I mean, I could really probably easily do this. Wow. They are really going crazy out there. All right. So I think something's going on in the hallway. Landry. Mm, I heard it, yeah. Go be nosy. I'm not going to be Go be nosy. Go be nosy. Find out. I don't want to get up, man. I'm trying to trying to read this. Bruh. Alrighty. This man now actually... I will know. And we can see it under in his natural habitat. He's developed a strange obsession with homemade helicopters. No way. No way. Why are they just... They just give these out for free? Bruh. You're actually looking at this. Are you serious? Like you legitimately want to do this? Yeah. Oh, here we go, man. Oh yeah, that's not bad. Three hundred pounds, bruh. You're like barely one fifty. Actually, downloads the plans. Well, it's loading. Let it load. It's loading. Hold on. We're trying to make a huge file. Oh, you need to, like this machine to get it right. Bruh, this is nineteen dollars. Nineteen dollars. Nah. Get off this. Uh, cringe. Get off this. We don't need to know about that. How to build. Here we go. Here we go. Free. Man's literally just looking at this bad boy. Do I need to like, get a NASA engine? Can I just like use like a, a damn generator or like a 
a little piece of shit Honda engine or something like that? Probably not. There's no way it's strong enough. Can anyone build their own helicopter? How about we come back to this later? Let's I go back to this later. Build. Bruh. Yourself. Ultralight. Helicopter. Yeah, we might have to do independent research on this. I feel like I can figure it out. At the end of my, my aerospace engineering, if I can't figure out how to build a helicopter, I, I did something wrong. <laughs> so your entire out. reason for going through the pains of being an engineer? Yes, build stuff. Is is to build a I want to build like, like your own Rick helicopter, Morty, man. I want to build, go crazy on the science. Crazy on the science. Very well. Very well. You want to go on to the next topic? Uh, next topic? Sure. Yeah. This, you want me to read it? We got a bit of a doozy for the last Conspiracy one. Conspiracy theory. Secret societies control the world. It says, if you are really a member of the global elite, you know this already. The world is ruled by a power, powerful, secretive few. Uh, candidates include the Illuminati, uh, Freemasons, Masonic temples, uh, Council on Foreign Relations. So basically, yeah, it's all a plot. That's what they think. What do you think about that? Mm. Who do you possibly think could be the secret society controlling the world right now? Mm. Who's the secret society? Yeah, you tell me. Congress. Congress? The United States Congress? Yeah. Why? So they essentially, they wrap, they got all the heads of like social media, brought them in and they're like, look, we're not saying that we're in control of you, but you do what we say. Like, especially whenever Trump took over can like presidency, because that's whenever like a lot of the cancel culture and stuff started coming from. Mm. And then they pretty much they've just the whole gone. world. Yeah, I mean, social media is the whole world nowadays. Talking everything, bro. Everything, everything, everything. everything. Who could be in control? I think it's the pentabrith. You know what that is? <laughs> what is it? Um, the pentabrith is a, a joke that uh, Mike Myers came up with. Ah. Uh. Um, and he he made a show about it, and it was it's hilarious. Highly recommend it. It's a good show. Love that guy. Who do you think it is, though? Hmm. It's definitely not the Masons. Everybody knows too much you about mean, the you Masons. You want me to tell you who I think it is? Yes. You want me to be completely honest with you? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, you know, as many might people people might, uh, you know, like say otherwise, I believe the uh, Zionists control the world. What are the Zionists? Uh, Jewish Israelis. Jewish Israelis. Why do you think they're in charge? Dude, if you look at if you take a look at every major industry, like from that to be like uh, entertainment, politics, uh, money, so all assets assets of entertainment like um, movies, games, music, art, all that stuff, and then like politics, you know, from presidents to governors to all over the place, congressmen, um, and then like what well, money? I said like banking, you know, law, um, things like. Um, mm -hmm. you know, finance, the stock trade, all this has to do with money. So it goes way deeper than everything. Like literally everything you can think of that's like mainly important to the, important to the world. So a lot of the, uh, the main people in power in most countries uh, God, somebody just falling down the stairs. Die? Drunk down the stairs. But most of the people in charge are Jewish, believe it or not. I mean, not obviously like, you'll see like maybe like, oh, Joe Biden's not Jewish. Well, this, you might say that your Joe Biden's not Jewish, Jewish so well, it's, that's not true. Well, if you look more closely to things like, you know, Congress or, uh, you know, like House speakers, things like that, you can just tell. Uh, <laughs> other countries, it's very similar. Jews are a lot of power a lot. 
is Israel also offers or also holds a larger than okay a larger than you would think once you think about it why do why do several so many countries pay so much money to Israel in their defense why why well you think about it like how much let's, have, let's see let's take a look let's take, put a number on it how much does the U.S. give to is Israel every year he does not know how to spell guys Whoa. Since 1985, the U.S. the United States has provided nearly $3 billion in annual grants to Israel. Let me just say, $3 billion over the period of what? 40 years? That's a lot of billions of dollars. $120 billion? What? What? So I'm just saying. But 30... that's just that's just some of it. That's just like some at least. At least. Because this one says that. Let's see. Well, this is from the Congress right here. Okay, okay. The largest receipt, so the largest amount that we gave to them, was one hundred and fifty billion dollars. We've given one hundred fifty billion dollars over. To the date the U.S. provided Israel no, one hundred fifty. Not not every year, but total. Yeah, and the bilateral assistance and missile defense funding. Right. So this that's my question. If they are just a uh, you know if if Jews don't aren't so such important society, then why since World War II have we been focused on protecting them and helping them fight uh, their Islamic foreign invaders who uh, okay. desperately see to see, see to see them destroyed. Okay, okay, that's so a possibility. It's valid. Think it's about valid. it. Like, why? Why do mo most Western countries send foreign aid to Israel? It's the only one logical solution. If if they weren't if they weren't had some hand, if they didn't have I don't know what degree of hand they have in things, but if they didn't have some hand or play in it, it wouldn't matter. Like they they would just let it go. Okay, okay. So Israel really just doesn't provide. It doesn't really provide any. I mean, sure, basically, I guess Israel, by having them as our ally, we have, like, permanent place, uh, like places over the Middle East. I don't even know if sure. we have. Do we have military bases in, in Israel? Well, while he's looking that up, I've thought of my conspiracy theory. Do you want to know what it I is? I would love to hear it. Disney. Disney controls everything. Well, D Disney is also run by Jewish people, so. Oh. Think about that. It goes even further beyond. It goes beyond. even farther than that, man. So, we, there's, there's no U.S. military bases in Israel. So, if we have no base reason to have, like, bases over there. Uh, like military bases. Then we at least have reason? one. We have one open no. right now. The only one is is, is 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 this a missile detection station? That's it. Wow, which is just there's no place to store. Yeah. That's crazy. We can store equipment there. We don't put. We can't put troops there. So it's kind of like we can't even use it as like a, a attack point in the Middle East. So if you think about that, so military is out of the question. So what other reasons might they, might they have to have us, you know, send them so much money? Well, you can think about most of the people. Okay, so the Jewish the Jewish population of the world. Oh, he's really getting into the details now. What population of the world is Jewish? Okay. I actually want to know this. It's good stuff to learn. Let's find out. Let's find out. 14.8 million people. Okay. So, I mean, that's... 0.2% of the population. That's like a fraction. And a fraction. And they're all in charge. And only 6 million of them live in Israel. So that's like even a smaller percent. It's like probably like less. It's less than 0.1%. That's not even 6 million. That's 6,000. No. That's in the, that's in the millions. Or, no, hold on. No, I think that's, I think no, that's no, no, in no, the no, thousands, no. dude. 6 million. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, we got five, almost 6 million here. Exactly. So I'm just saying. They're 6 million only in Israel. Mm. Only in Israel. Mm. Just small fraction of the population. If, if, if it's just humanitarian aid, then why are we so worried about only, quote, unquote, Six million people for the last, you know, almost eighty years since World War Two. If 
I guess like I don't know. Maybe it come from the came from the Holocaust, which is up some people deny, but we're not talking about that. That's too far. That's too far. But if you think about it, like, for now well, the Holocaust has happened. For, yeah, for now. Yeah, that's what, we, that's what people think. That's what we think. But who knows? Like, what what reason will we have to send them all this money for humanitarian aid eventually? Because you know humanitarianism from the United States isn't like the best. So like, why Israel? Okay, okay, hold on. Hold why on. Israel in specific do we give so much money to to help them? It's because the people, because their their identity has some influence on the world. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. If what were the people Zion? Zionists. The Zionists. More well, before I could just say the Jews. Okay. Before we do, before we go further into that, is there any anyone else that could be in charge? For like Jewish, like, like Jewish. that's just in charge of the world. Um, no, man. This is I. I thought about it a lot, and it's definitely the, the the Zionists. Like it has to be them. I didn't know that he was a conspiracy theorist. It's, it's so true. It just makes sense. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, look, the more you look into it, like at first you're skeptical, but the more and more and more you look into it, the more and more you read, like you're like, dang. And honestly, when I was learning about it, I didn't want it to be true. That's why I read about it, and then it, it turned out being true. There's from no all way. empirical evidence that I found. Too many coincidences. Mm. There's no like true like causal factor. Like there's no like way you can obviously tell. But like if you just think and look, like all the coincidences, like the coincidences, like there's so many of them that like a logical conclusion would be that they have such a, have a greater influence mm. in the world. Maybe. That's crazy. Like hold on. That scares me. No, we need to look at this up. The USS Liberty attack. Oh no. Liberty incident. Something went down. Oh no. So this was in 1960, 1967, when the USS Liberty was on, was this driving around, this boat, just driving around the uh, the Sinai Peninsula, the Mediterranean Sea, just driving. It was a uh, United States Navy uh, technical research ship. It was yes. a spy ship. And then much. the uh, Israelis just like blew them up, killed 34 people for like no reason. It said it was a mistake it was a, it was a quote because quote, they mistake. they even thought though, it was a different. Even though we had an American flag, American colors flying on the ship, it was a mistake. They thought it was a different nation. It was a mistake, obviously. It, it wasn't a mistake. Think about that. Like, we made them mad. We made. We, what do we do? We only give them the money. Okay. There's no way. Mm. Retired Navy lieutenant, junior officer. Because we know why they may have done it. Like the. Like possible, like what happened, like we know, like accidents, mistakes. But the thing is, we don't know. What's the conspiracy theory? Conspiracy, we don't know why the theory is. NSA tapes and subsequent I, development. They don't know. Like we don't really know why they would have done it. Like the the actual reason. That's crazy. Very interesting. But think about it. You know, who, who knows why? And there's other incidents like this. There's lots of incidents, like lots of incidents. Things mm. uh, where it's been, always been like they they. Uh, they thought we were someone else or something. Oh no! You gotta go to the International Jewish Conspiracy Week. I think it's true. People think it's a quote-unquote anti-Semitic thing, but I don't know, man. The the, the it's but, too like close to like. There's too many coincidences, man. I'll to not. Wait, did it really say that that that's one of the reasons? Yes. Wait, did that say that's one of the reasons why the Nazis attacked them? Yes, yeah. Yeah, oh my true. gosh. Oh my gosh. They yes. actually thought that. That's crazy. So what happened was after after World War One, the uh the, the government in Germany, the Weimar Republic, was mostly comprised of uh Jewish leaders. And they were in uh hand in cohorts with the Jewish bankers of the of the of the of the nation, of German Jewish bankers, and they basically kind of they long story short, they destroyed the economy, leaving most Germans to uh, suffer, you know, a terrible, uh, 
a terrible like fate like they no not like a terrible uh like a, de- a terrible like depression like, well uh, i mean yeah they were pretty economic low depression like an economic depression i mean after losing a war you're gonna be in a bit of not, a depression. Not depression like even that losing a war and then like inflation going to like a million the mark was the german mark was basically worth nothing yeah no and it was people insane. couldn't buy anything it was terrible oh speaking of things not being worth anything i don't remember what country it was but uh it's in central america or venezuela yeah, where it, their money was literally worth nothing, so they were getting stuff from, uh, what's the game? I don't know. It's an old, essentially, they're going to the game, and oh, they were uh, mining. RuneScape. Yeah, RuneScape. They're going in, into RuneScape and grinding for gold because it was worth more than anything no, they were else. Like, no, no, no. This was, like, worth less than the Venezuelan. Like, it was, worth, it was, like, worth less per capita. That's insane. Or, like, uh, put into today's dollars, if you, like, even all that, just for inflation and all that bull crap. It was worse. Wow. So, like, you think about it, right, like, what, you know, let's see, so, obviously, people were, so there were people who were fed up with that, and, uh, you know, Hitler came along, he uh, ousted those people, and put his government, the Holocaust happened, blah, 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 so, that's why, so, think about it, there's a conspiracy against, not necessarily a conspiracy against people, but they were, not, they're just, like, um, you know, taking advantage of these people, the German Wasn't people. it, like, throughout history, like, Jews have always been kind of oppressed? Yeah, oppressed, yeah, well, so, that's what they say. Could it be? Could it be because people are finding out that they're in charge of the world and they're in control? Yeah, it could be. I mean, who and knows? They get angry. Or, um, let's see. That's insane. Oh, all the people who like uh, a lot of people who wrote, uh, you know, the uh, like communist texts for like Bolshevism. Uh, you know, Karl Marx. Karl Marx was Jewish, uh, believe it or not. So I mean, there's definitely Jewish roots in communism. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe. I believe uh, Trotsky was also Jewish, possibly. Um, Bolshevism. Dang. Here we go. Oh, Lord. We go even deeper. Go even deeper. Hmm. I think we should continue this. Yes. Afterwards. Afterwards what? Alrighty. Well, what an interesting topic in conversations. So, you know. We got to learn about a Chad grandfather. Chad grandfather. We got to, apparently we learned how to build yourself your own ultralight helicopter. <laughs> and then we learned that uh, Jews run the world. So yeah, probably definitely true. Well, she'll, you should look into it. Okay. Alrighty. Well, we know we know what Landry's beliefs on it are. Alrighty. Well, I've been Jack Messer, and this has been Landry Allen, my first guest. And uh, I th- Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us. Y'all have a great day.